SAFM. Well, significant movement on the NHI, the National Health Insurance Bill, in the last few days. The Portfolio Committee on Health has adopted it. It's called technically the National Health Insurance Bill, and this is important because it creates a fund that would basically see government paying for everybody to be able to use government and private hospitals. It is, of course, much more complicated than that. Still got to go, as I understand it, through the National Assembly. And I have a horrible feeling that there are probably going to be several court cases to come after that. Dr. Kenneth Jacobs is the chair of the Portfolio Committee on Health. Dr. Jacobs, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and uh, good morning to the listeners. Let's just get some of the technical stuff out of the way first, if we may. Um, if that's all right, I, I'm correct. The report has the the, the 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 report's been adopted by the committee. It's still got to go to the National Assembly. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. And then after that's got to go through the NCOP, I presume, and after that signed into law. So we're still a couple of months away. Yes, exactly. So we've taken four years, but we think that the process of the NCOP should be much much faster. Uh, I think you're probably correct, and I hate to be so cynical, but I have a horrible feeling that someone, maybe three or four different organizations, might take it to court after all of that anyway. Yes, we have been informed uh, throughout the public hearings and throughout the committee deliberations by political parties and by uh, those who came to present to us that that is what they're planning to do, and we expect it actually to happen. Okay. So you're convinced that what you've passed so far, the National Assembly can still make changes, but what you've passed is constitutional. It'll withstand those court cases. Yes, we're absolutely sure. Before a bill goes to uh, to cabinet for discussion, it, uh, the state law advisors have to uh, certify that that bill will uh, pass constitutional muster. We've had many discussions. You would understand that we finished our work as a portfolio committee on the deliberations. And so the last few weeks have only been on the legal aspects of the bill. And um, we, we are convinced that we will, we will not be challenged. We're not going to fail on the challenge on the constitutionality of the bill. Okay. So then the bill itself, in the end, means, if I've understood this correctly, government creates an NHI fund then that fund is used for people to be able to go to uh, a hospital. You've got a child, child breaks your arm. You can choose the hospital closest to you, whether it's public or government, private or government, and you can take your child there and have their arms sorted out. That's the idea. How complicated is it actually going to be to implement all of that? Well, I don't think really that complicated. We're going to expect all public facilities or private healthcare facilities and all uh, service providers to register. We're going to expect uh, the service, those who need the service, the patients themselves and their dependents to be registered. And then people would be allocated a provider or they would choose a provider who lives nearest to them. I don't think that would really be a complicated matter. Um, And then... Can private hospitals still operate outside this? Could a doctor operate completely outside this? Or would they have to be a part of it? Well, we would expect them to be part of it. But uh, we would we'd understand that there are rights of the, public, of the private hospitals to be able to perform certain functions. And uh, so it doesn't mean that private hospitals will close down. It doesn't mean that private health care will close down. It's just going to be that uh, the availability of all types of healthcare services to all of the people in South Africa. 
Many people have um, a complicated relationship with their medical aid, uh, Dr. Jacobs, if they can afford it. You hate paying for it. You kind of don't want to live without it. What happens to medical aids? Well, we, we, the bill says that medical aids would only be able to provide complementary cover. In other words, cover that's not provided by the healthcare system. And uh, that would be a number of years from now. It would be when the minister had regulated that we had achieved the end of the development of the NHI in, within the department. We're able to provide all of those services. And um, that is what the bill uh, states. Isn't this where perhaps uh, the court cases are really going to come? Because medical aides are going to say, we've been providing a service for a very long time. People want the service. And you're stopping us from doing that. We would think so, yes. We uh, Medical aides have been saying that. We saw the writing from the CEO of Dr. Noach of Discovery, and uh, I've actually read it, and uh, we do expect that uh, there, will, there are going to be a number of court challenges. How So in any country in the world, if you're going to make a big change to health, and particularly to reduce health inequality, which is what the NHI aims to do, you're going to have pushback, right? That's just going to happen. That's not a, a comment on South Africans. That's just a comment on human beings. Normal human behavior, yes. yes. How do you see all of that playing out? What I'm trying to get to is, do you think that this is actually going to work? And I realize you're in a position, because you're on the radio, where you kind of have to say it, Will. I understand that. So maybe it's an unfair question. My concern, perhaps, is that it is such a complicated, big, difficult thing to do where you're facing so many different groups in society who oppose you, rightly or wrongly. I think many people think it's just never going to happen. Yeah, I think most people are motivated by what affects them personally, much more subjective than objective. I think if one is a, not I think, I know that if one is a poorer person in South Africa, a person who doesn't have readily, readily have access to good quality health care, that that person would see this as an opportunity for his and her family. Those who don't really uh, need to, who do receive the best quality of healthcare, those who provide it, those who are protagonists of those who do receive it, they would, of course, come and uh, raise a number of issues. So, you know, this unequal society of South Africa is really the cause of us having to bring a bill like this. Thank you very much indeed. Dr. Kenneth Jacobs is the chair of the Portfolio Committee on Health in Parliament. I wonder how you see the implementation of the NHI. A lot of people talking about that uh, recently as a result of what happened in Parliament last week. We will talk about the traditional and Khoisan Leadership Act in a little while. Your mediated conversation is around noise. We had that call, I think it was Anthony yesterday who phoned us, complaining about noise. As he described it, the two shabins in his area, he said, in Soweto, that made it impossible to go to sleep. Well, we're going to be talking about noise. How does noise affect you? That's to come. You with SAFM leading the conversation. It's 8 o'clock.